0: Section 19. The Roosevelt Rondon Scientific Expedition and the Telegraph Line Commission. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Buchos. The Roosevelt Rondon Scientific Expedition and the Telegraph Line Commission. By Candido Mariano da Silva Rondon translation by richard george reedy and edwin douglas murray third lecture part six up to this point i have restricted myself in the present exposition to only consider the results obtained by the telegraph lines commission in the execution of the principal part of a series of work entrusted to it, not only to cross and explore the great wilderness of the northwest of Mato Grosso, but also to occupy it and open it up definitely to the joint activities which characterize the civilization and the life of our country. To relate in a simple lecture all the measures adopted by the Commission to bring such a great undertaking to a successful end is a difficult task and i do not propose to attempt same but on the whole in the work effected there are many aspects of restricted interest for they are of a technical order and there is a part which on this occasion i cannot fail to mention lest the nature and motive of the efforts exerted to obtain that object should remain unknown i refer to the geographical surveying expeditions with which the commission not only studied the natural resources which there are to be turned to account in the explored regions as well as the course to be pursued in order to facilitate the installation of a double movement of coming in and going out on which the life of such a considerable and important segment of the national territory depends i will here therefore give a rapid glance over the capital conclusions at which these expeditions arrived declaring however that i am sorry to see myself obliged owing to the limited space into which i must confine my exposition to pass over in silence or without giving them all the enhancement they merit numerous passages wherein are set out the strength and beauty of the character the energy and the intelligence of the brazilian citizens who undertook them and eventually carried them out they were chiefly the officers of our army who conducted and accomplished them as we all know the region that served as the stage for the enactment of the rare aptitudes of its fearless explorers can be defined from a hydrographical point of view by the basins of five large collectors the paraguay the guayapur the madeira the gironia and the Tapejos, which nevertheless taken jointly form but three distinct arteries whereas the third is an extension of the second and the last is the continuation of its precedent consequently i shall put together the work of which i am now about to give a short notice around the central courses of these three basins displaying them in the order in which they increase in importance in regard to the multiplicity of the material which they have respectively supplied for the present exposition in the basin of the paraguay we shall have to detain ourselves but a short while The river from which it takes its name is known since the colonial days, not only by reason of the constant navigation which has at all times been carried on along its course, but also from the topographical plan of the same which was organized by the Portuguese Border Commission, of which Ricardo Franco, Lacerda y Almeida, and Silva Pantes were members notwithstanding this however there is yet a correction to be made therein as regards the determination of its headwaters it had been admitted almost without divergency that the Sete Lagoas was the principal feeder of the paraguay but the first survey made by the telegraph lines commission led us to ascertain the superiority not only as regards volume of water but even as regards the extension of the ribeiro amolar to which on the ground of these two facts alone its precedence in the formation of the paraguay pertained in the chapter dealing with the geographical conclusions with which i closed the report Of the great surveys and reconnaissances of 1907 through 1909, I made mention of this correction as one of those which it is necessary to introduce in the map of Mato Grosso from the parallel 14 degrees 25 minutes and the meridian 13 degrees 16 minutes west of Rio de Janeiro up to parallel 10 degrees and the meridian 21 degrees we can now say that to the conditions previously enumerated may be added the consideration in favor of the Amolar that its course maintains the same direction generally which is a condition proper to a main river thus once again the necessity of introducing the said correction in the map of mato grosso we have not lost sight that the anthropo argument weighs in favor of the Lagoas, but we must also consider that the value of this argument is not of such a nature as to be able to destroy the indications resulting from the continuity of the general direction of the collector, its extension, and volume. Besides, we all know the opinion of Bartholomei Rossi to which I referred in the said chapter of the Geographical Conclusions of the Report on the Surveys and Reconnaissances of 1907 through 1909. This opinion is contrary to the designation of the Sete Lagoas as the main branch of the Paraguay and awards the precedence to the Amalar the same impression was gathered by dr hercules florence a member of the expedition under count langsdorff when he saw the two rivers in describing the region traversed by the amalar he says we crossed thick woods of guaguacus through which winds a river called pedras de amalar not far from this place it receives another which is so narrow that i gave a jump to cross it but which has already the name of paraguay Sinho, and comes from the Sete Lagoas, which are known as the headwaters of the paraguay and lay at a distance of half a league at most this denomination should more properly apply to the river pedras de amalar which runs down from a place some four leagues distant and possesses a larger volume of water but nevertheless after the junction with the Paraguay Sinho, the pompous and famous name of Paraguay already appears. The Sete Lagoas seven lakes were so close that we could not restrain the desire of seeing them. Going to the left, in less than an hour we came to swampy ground, where one can see marshes and here and there the Bioreti palms there is nothing remarkable to distinguish the site. a little stream flows therefrom and this is the paraguay Sinho. from this passage of dr hercules florence's book and from the opinion of bartolome rossi it can be seen that the correction indicated by me although against the choice of the dwellers on the paraguay in compensation it bears out the mode of thought of the old explorers who were sufficiently enlightened, and had the occasion of ascending as far as the headwaters of the river, and personally comparing the two feeders. If we should now wish to form an idea of the configuration of the beginning of the great basin, of the famous feeder of the estuary of the river Platte, let us imagine that we are ascending same, and are journeying to the north of parallel fifteen degrees continuing our voyage in this sense in the northeast quadrant we will arrive at a point where we see it dividing itself in two branches one directing itself to the northwest becomes decidedly asymmetric in relation to the axis of the river which we are ascending the other however slightly more voluminous conserves the direction of its axis the first is the santana the second of the paraguay Sinho. therefore the name of paraguay only exists from below the confluence of these two rivers as among these it is the paraguay Sinho which possesses the characteristics of being the prolongation of the trunk we will continue to ascend same we will have gone very little upstream when we will have met on our right the mouth of a small river which is called the Brumado. Still continuing our journey, we will pass in front of the bar of another river on our left, where is to be found the town of Diamantino, which it crosses. We still ascend, we now penetrate in the Planalto, and there we see the Paraguay Zinho, dividing itself into two branches, the larger and more voluminous, and besides this, the one which we must continue to ascend in order not to change the general direction in which we are traveling this is known under the name of pedras de amolar the other preserves the name of paraguay sinjo and a little further on will have terminated in the marshlands and swamps or little pools to which hercules florence referred these little pools are those which received the name of sete seven lakes and were those indicated as being the sources of the famous paraguay we will now leave for another occasion the allusion which we intended to make to a few notions collected with regard to the headwaters of the Cuyaba, and will now pass to the valley of the guapore with regard to the guapore like the paraguay Known and navigated ever since the colonial days, I will limit myself to refer to the principal results of an expedition which I ordered to leave from Vilhena in September 1912 under the direction of the North American mining engineer Moritz to study the course of a river which ran into it and whose headwaters had been noted in the Campos de Commemoracio de Floriano by the 1909 expedition. Following in the remains of a cutting which I had opened in 1909, and afterwards prolonging same, the engineer Moritz recognized that the above-mentioned river, named by us Viado Preto, is the tributary of a river which rises in the southeast, and which at the time received the expressive designation of Nia Se. I do not know. Having made a canoe, the engineer continued the exploration downstream during a few more days, but encountering unsurpassable difficulties, and with the few men at his disposal, of whom many had become laid up, he returned to Vilhenna bringing me information which permitted me to identify the river Niausse with the Corumbiara, whose mouth in the Guapore, is a short distance off the village of guajaru belonging to bolivia but the most interesting result of engineer moritz's expedition was the confirmation of the existence of a magnificent gold mine which was found on the surface of the ground under the same conditions in which the portuguese had formerly found gold in cuiaba i believe these mines were the celebrated the wealth of which such marvels were told in the colonial days on the other hand as the corumbiara through the above-mentioned viado preto is the watershed of the pimenta bueno and as in nineteen o nine we verified the existence of gold between this river and the Barreo del Melgazo one can conclude that those gold-fields extend through a considerable region from parallel thirteen degrees as far as a point very much to the north of twelve degrees besides this mining wealth one must also mention in the slopes of the guapore the wealth which exists in all their forests where abundant specimens of hevia brasiliensis and bertoletia excella grow Engineer Moritz's expedition not only encountered numerous signs of Indians, but also saw a few groups of same. He did not arrive, however, at entering into relations with them, because they fled immediately they perceived the approach of the members of his expedition. Withal, the engineer thinks that they belong to a different nation from that of the Nambiquaras.